0: Hi all, this is RV Empath and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is Friday, August 7th, 2020. And here we are again. (laughs) Clink, cheers. We are here to support each other as the energies get very intense indeed in these next few months. Luckily, in December things are looking to shift for different reasons I think Mars goes direct again and it hasn't it hasn't gone retrograde yet that happens uh, the beginning of September I think and then Saturn moves back into Aquarius which I very much prefer (laughs) Saturn to be in Aquarius because that's when we move forward with different innovations and um, really enlightened people can have epiphanies it's like you get new um, ways of thinking and being and doing things and there's a certain sort of like punk element to it rebelliousness uh, freedom humanitarianism so right now Saturn is back in finishing up you know things in um, Capricorn and Saturn rules Capricorn. So he's an extra big boy. <laughs> and it has to do with hard work, our work ethic, overcoming obstacles, restrictions, foundations of things, authority, small and large, our reputation, who we are in the world, our careers, long-term goals. I mean, come on. Whoo. And structures that aren't really working well in our lives are being, you know, deconstructed, to put it mildly. (laughs) Deconstructed is another word for destructed. (laughs) Um, But there are certain things that are meant to be repurposed, renovated, um, torn down and done again to have a better firmer more solid more grounded foundation so it's important to keep in mind during this time of change and transformation that it's important to stay calm and balanced number one Number two, it's important to try to stay positive, to allow, to allow that possibility of inspiration, to remain open and open-minded about what the future can be, because we have not lived into it yet, folks. So, um, you know, while we are fixing up ourselves as best we can in terms of healing our muck and yuck, which tends to affect our lives positively. Absolutely. I mean, it's common sense, right? It just sort of makes sense to me. But if you heal yourself in different ways, then your life is going to improve on the outside as well. It all starts with the inner, actually. Uh, And that is a general wisdom that has been passed down through the ages so yeah and now is the time to be working on ourselves what's my point i'm doing sort of like a circular talking thing let me think let me get calm and balanced and settled and take a few breaths uh why don't you do it along with me it always feels good let's just let's do a few moments of conscious breathing Okay. Thank you for that. Usually I try to avoid what they call dead air. But that was being used for, for a purpose. So it's all good. What I am saying is that it is important to be able to achieve some sort of calm center within while the energies are you know ratcheting up and getting more intense so that is first and foremost on our li- on our to-do list of things to do every day do what we can find what works for you as an individual and do it do it <laughs> do it do it flashing neon sign All right, I think with that, I'm just going to move to the astrology. I don't have uh, a special talk prepared or anything, but just every day, I think it, it helps just to be reminded to work towards being calm and balanced and clearing our minds and healing our muck and yuck because it's an ongoing thing. All right, and good job for whatever you are doing right now. We all need to give ourselves pats on the back, too. Okay. uh. So, today, in astrology, Venus is moving into Cancer. Has moved into Cancer. So, Cancer is about our home, our family, our roots, our memories. It's about our deep inner emotions and what else well that's that's really the gist of it our inner worlds and sense of security so Venus is a lovely energy of course having to do with love and harmony social graces and art beautiful things so see you know it's a really good time to beautify your environment if you feel so called little touches here and there. I was talking to that yesterday because I come from a place where I don't think it costs a whole lot of money or any money to make your surroundings a little more beautiful. It just takes a little um, what they call sweat equity. <laughs> it takes a little, you know, it takes the idea, it takes the inspiration, it takes the motivation, and it takes the action and time. So, and we, a lot of us have that now. We are still in the worldwide coronavirus pandemic and semi-quarantine. So life has been upended and people's schedules have been turned upside down. Uh, A lot of things are upside down right now. But again, that points back (laughs) to the importance of like clearing our minds and using tools to de-stress because now more than ever stress is, is a health issue and we it's important that we do what we can individually we take responsibility for dealing with our stress in a healthy way Okay, and remember Neptune's retrograde right now. So whatever addictions you have, whatever you're doing to deal with your stress, switch it to a healthier one. (laughs) Because we all have addictions. I don't know if it's, as humans, uh, you know, as the human experience, I don't know if it's possible to not have addictions. I mean, one can argue that even if you become a monk and you're meditating uh, 16 hours a day (laughs) or doing chores or gardening or whatever people it can be argued that even that is an addiction the monk is addicted to meditating and gardening (laughs) so um you know whatever the it's uh, my point isn't to get into this existential argument about what addiction is or isn't we know as individuals what's good for us and what's not And what's working for us and what's ultimately not. You know, before I quit drinking for good in 2005. And, you know, for good is a, I'm a little wary of using that term. Because even though I wasn't uh, an alcoholic, I don't believe, I was a problem drinker. A severe problem drinker, I would even say. And I knew, you know, from a long time a way that I should I would eventually get to a day where I would quit or need to quit it was a long time coming and I built myself up to it over years I was like okay I'll quit in you know uh in the year 2000 (laughs) or you know 2003 I would you know set myself um times so What I'm trying to say is I knew pretty early on that as much as I enjoyed and relied on alcohol in my life, I knew that it ultimately was not good for me for a number of reasons. And was pretty wise to the fact that I would, if I wanted to, have some semblance of a decent, healthy, happy life, I would likely have to give it up. So, I think we're all able to kind of uh, key into habits within ourselves that don't support, don't support our highest good and best self, right? And best life. So, let's go back to the astrology, and see, look out over the weekend. We've got Mars semisextile Neptune retrograde, that is happening on Sunday, and on Monday we have. Oh no, I'm sorry, <laughs> getting all confused. Um. That happened yesterday. So we're still feeling that I'm sure and so you can use you can direct your energy towards Neptune retrograde stuff which is subconscious it's our spirituality and it is finishing up cycles and addictions (laughs) so there is energy to be had you can harness the energy of Mars and Aries to work towards that Neptune retrograde and Pisces wow um both of those planets rule the signs that they're in. So that's a particularly powerful aspect. I'm surprised I didn't I didn't talk about that more. Mhm. I don't remember talking about that. At any rate, yeah, look into that more, peeps. And then, yeah, over the weekend. We have Mercury, Trine, Chiron, Retrograde. That's right. And that also speaks to healing. Put your mind and, and uh, how you think and what you learn, how you communicate. Put that towards healing and transforming some kind of uh, anger and rage. <laughs> Every time I say the word rage, I have to crack up. Because it's like, no, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, you know, heal your anger and rage. Like it's no biggie. But this is tough stuff. Tough stuff. But we are up for it. We can do it. Absolutely. I believe if people want to do something enough, they'll do it. It's as simple as that. And linking to God universal energy, miracles can happen. I've. Witnessed it and experienced it in my own life. I've witnessed it in others and I've experienced it in my own life. So there you go. All right. Uh, that's not to say that life isn't hard. It's hard. You know, sometime, at some point, I think I'll list out like all of the stuff that I've experienced in my life in terms of hardship and difficulty. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It, One cannot know what another has gone through by looking at them. And we all go through stuff. That's the thing. I in no way sit here and say, oh, I've been through so much more than anyone else. Although, you know, I do have to say, (laughs) not to toot my own horn, but I wouldn't be surprised if I have gone through, uh, you know, quote unquote, more than other people when it comes to um difficulties heartbreaks and and traumas and dramas and hardships but what i am saying is i in no way think that i am um what's the word i'm not putting myself on any higher level than anyone else because i'm fully aware that we all go through difficulties in our lives and it's no you know, there's no comparison, really. Because we're. I do think that we are given trials and tribulations that we can heal and that we can work through at the time. So, whether one person goes through this or another person goes through that, I mean, it's still hard to the individual. So... Yeah, but it can be done. I mean, that's the purpose of of life. I think it's one long school and we learn. We learn what to do to help us be our best selves and live our best lives and like live in for the highest good of ourselves and all. Yay. (laughs) All right. So I think that's it for the weekend. Um, after the weekend's over next week, we've got like a square between Mercury and Uranus. Uh, but uh, squares ask for some sort of action. Sorry about the uh, not sorry. It's true. You know, it, it, some of these aspects that can get a little old. <laughs> am being like pounded wave after wave of uh, uh, tests, <laughs> but you know, that can be an epiphany that we receive or some new understanding and um, Mercury is communication and our minds and learning. So it can have to do with that. It doesn't have to be unexpected change, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was because that's the one constant nowadays is unexpected change every day is like sponsored by Uranus. Here's your Friday, August 7th, 2020, sponsored by the planet Uranus. Retrograde. Enjoy! At any rate, Uh, What else is going on next week? A couple quintiles. Quintiles are pretty cool. Another square between Mars and Pluto retrograde. Uh Uh-oh. What day is that? Uh, That's next Thursday. So um, that is all about transformation. (laughs) We'll talk more about that next week. Look it up now if you feel so called to get prepared it's good to like know what's coming so that we can you know get more grounded what's another word for grounded I don't particularly like that word but it's the it's the language of being calm and balanced okay Uh, I am moving to the guidance card portion of the podcast now and I do use the Osho Zen tarot deck and I'm now going to shuffle and ground them in energy for the highest good of all most benevolent outcome for all I encourage you to do conscious breathing along with me, and I will be back shortly. Thank you. okay guidance cards for listeners today please cards flip them entirely and uh wisdom for today and over the weekend as well for everyone to keep in mind uh things to work on i hope this isn't being too vague Do, do do patience <laughs> there we go Ooh, a few flipped over so the first that i see here is the hanged man in the traditional rider weight in the osho zen it's titled new vision and it's card 12 i believe in the major arcana now let me ooh, oh i like the other cards too i'll get to them in a second okay The important thing about the hanged man card is to know it's a time of um, sort of quiet where things are put on pause, but where the individual does achieve enlightenment and a new vision, which is what it's titled in Osho Zen. It's a beautiful card with um, different uh, symbols having to do with like triangles and squares and circles and then there's this individual kind of growing out of um, a figure on the on the bottom that looks very worn and uh, his back is bent but out of this figure is this new fiery you see like flame there's fiery energy and there's also green like growth energy and flowers and feathers and stars i mean it just opens up all of these beautiful colors open up to the to outer space and outer space is always in in the osho zen tarot deck it's uh spirituality its connection with divine energy god universal energy god being shorthand for good um it's that place within where we connect so Uh, It's it's a beautiful card and it's basically what we're pretty much doing right now everyone is in a hanged man sort of limbo space many of us and it points to that I will perhaps come back to this card in a moment, but I want to say that the second card is the nine of pentacles, which is titled ripeness and the nine of pentacles points to independence in a very prosperous and abundant way uh, it features a woman in her garden and she's beautifully adorned with clothes and jewels and she's got like a falcon on her shoulder I think but she's surrounded with a garden that is blooming and, and on the Osho Zen deck, it features a, a tree with with apples or plums on it that are ripe for the picking and one is actually falling off the tree and it pictures the a gorgeous sunset or sunrise in the background um with the with space again there's the moon and stars so um again it's that (laughs) symbolic symbolism um with spirituality and connection to the divine and our inner selves all three of these cards have um, moons or stars or space symbology i think that's what i was trying to say earlier is that a word at any rate the third card is seven of pentacles titled patience and it's a beautiful card as well with rainbow colors and a, a a woman who's pregnant, um, a beautiful—I mean, she looks very goddessy—sitting uh, there holding her belly, and she's surrounded with water imagery and flowers blooming, and there's the phases of the moon above her head, and it, it points to waiting for the for the time when something is you know ready to, to be birthed and that birth analogy that goes for everything in a way in life i mean it's a metaphor for when you first get an idea and you work on the idea and the idea grows and then it's ready to be launched to the public or um other ways when you gosh When you plant something, I mean, talk about gardening. (laughs) And speaking of, that is sort of, that's the imagery that's featured on the Rider-Waite Seven of Pentacles, but I will get to that in a moment. But even gardening, when you plant a seed and it grows, and then one day it's ripe to be picked, it's a, a vegetable, a head of lettuce, it needs to be eaten, or it, you know, continues on and it will start decomposing and going, degrading and going back to the earth. So it's important to know the timing of things and to be patient in that timing and that's super hard nowadays because nowadays everyone is so, I want it now, 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 now. What's taking so long? Now. (laughs) And it's that there's a term for it that I surprisingly am not coming up with, instant gratification. That's it. and that's a relatively new thing that has happened with the um, uh, with the uh, technology revolution and the in computers and and things being online and information being online and being able to you know access things quickly uh, so it's important to strengthen that part within us that also can be patient. I mean, patience nowadays. Whoo, that's That's a great skill to have. And in the seven of pentacles, it features this dude standing there like on his hoe next to his garden or his bush that is growing pentacles, <laughs> which translates to money. It's an actual money tree. Uh, well, he's standing there and he, I think he looks kind of... He's a bit worn out. And he's not terribly happy. But he's taking a rest. He's worked some. And he's taking a bit of a rest. And um, let's see what else there is to say about Seven of Pentacles, actually. Because it does... It is sort of about waiting. But remember, it's always important to hustle while we wait Two, You pray for what you want and then get to working for it so let's see seven of pentacles and this is coming from someone who's traditionally very lazy i am doing my best to work on that quality within myself um and breaking through obstacles that hold me back Okay, seven of Pentacles assessment, reward, direction change, reviewing what's been done, reflecting on progress, pausing to check results, making sure you're on course. Um, Finally, seeing some results, enjoying the first fruits, receiving payoffs, getting returns on investments, reaching a milestone, considering a direction change, Opening to a new strategy, pondering alternatives, standing at a crossroads. All right. So it's the time when we've been working on something and we're starting to see results of it and it can signal a time where we stop and take a bit of a break and look around before we proceed further. Um, this card can call for assessment, it says. When we're busy, we don't always have time to reflect on what we're doing and why. Are we still on course? Are we getting the results we want? So this is all very important. Do, do, do. Once you've gotten your breath back and checked your strategy, be ready to jump back in and work even harder than before. Okay. And I do reference the website LearnTarot.com For support in interpreting the cards So these three cards New Vision, Ripeness And Patience It says it all right there Done <laughs> I don't even think I needed to like go into All of the descriptors Although they are helpful um, I mean what I said Is helpful Is what I am proclaiming um because it's not me I mean these are wisdoms you know this is whatever (laughs) I'm not claiming that it's my wisdom I mean this is generally known stuff but a lot of times we tend to forget it so I'm here to remind you all right any final cards listeners over the weekend flip them entirely okay and we have nine of cups which is titled laziness in the Osho Zen so this is one of those cards where it's like there's a a strange discrepancy between the Osho Zen and the Rider Waite now the Rider Waite nine of cups is a very positive card it's a wish fulfillment card it's um it's got a beautiful energy to it so i definitely think that that is we are meant to regard or you know reflect on that and integrate that into the reading now the osha zen says laziness so and it features a a fat cat on this uh throne of glass which is starting to crack so I think it signals I think it's important to soak in times when we feel good and to take some time to be lazy here and there because that's part of that's part of recuperating that's part of de-stressing that's part of healing but this card reminds us to get back to work eventually and that is also what the seven of pentacles is saying um, rest and then eventually get back to it because being lazy I mean that's a, that's not um, necessarily a bad thing at all just like with everything anything taken to the extreme becomes, you know, quote-unquote bad. But the, but being lazy is like a beautiful thing when you've, when you've uh, worked hard. Now that's the key thing though, isn't it? (laughs) It feels really good when you feel as though you deserve it. And we all know within. That's an inner thing. So You know, work hard at something and then treat yourself to some laziness. All right. I'm going to finish out shuffling the deck here, but I think I'm finishing up the reading for today. Any final cards? And bottom of the deck is the Eight of Wands traveling that keeps showing up. That's a very common card. And um, it features someone climbing a mountain, Through the mists of the mind. Toward the sun. And the sun is the happiest card in the deck. Happy healthy whole. And. Eight of wands is about. Quick movement. Change. Getting from A to B. It can be about messages coming in. Or communications. But it's about. You know. Change. (laughs) And. Remember. Now is the time. Again. Again. These are energies that are... It's a dichotomy. In every reading I've had, I think this week, there are cards that come up that express opposite ends of the spectrum because this is saying laziness and patience and, you know, it's hanged man energy, which is quite literally hanging in the air while one is getting enlightened. So it's not movement, um, and then you have the Eight of wands, which which is fast movement. So it's extremely interesting, and it just points to the fact that we are all dealing with um, dichotomous energies. I don't know if dichotomous is a word, but and that's diff- you know, very different. And so we have to do what we can to make them all work together (laughs) make friends with all of it okay and with that as best we can and with that I think I'm gonna sign off for today thank you so much for all that you are and do and stay tuned for um, more stuff coming from me I did put up a couple of booklets on my website on the front page you can find them towards the bottom and it's about finding my true love twin flame and developing self love within my life so absolutely check those out because they're free for download now (laughs) and they may not always be and look up Astrology Bear Affirmation Bear on Alexa through Amazon. Stay tuned for more. I wish you a great as much as possible weekend. And stay safe. Uh, As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much.